Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you're ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Welcome to the Friday, the final edition of the Slate Starter Podcast for this week. I'm Eric, joined with my buddy Ryan as we break down a nine-game Friday NBA DFS slate. I said Friday twice. I don't really care. I'm on tilt. Uh, Emmanuel quickly. Oh, my gosh. Um, So I wasn't nearly as convinced as everybody else in the industry that he was going to get the minutes. And he only played 16 minutes until the blowout. uh, And then he played blowout time the last three minutes of this game. Uh, finishing at 19 or 20, depending on what the box score person ends up giving him. I cannot believe how well he, I mean, he he's great. I, I think he's a phenomenal player. I just don't trust Tibbs, and I didn't trust him to get the minutes, so I was much higher on Alec Burks and Derrick Rose, who are proven commodities. How did you handle the Knicks situation, and are, as, are you as tilted as what I am? I'm not as tilted as you. I was pretty shocked to see his ownership come up north of 30% on both sites when everything settled down. Even after the Boban news, I figured people were going to try to find a way to spend up because I think that was a decision point. If you're playing Boban, that gives you flexibility to spend up for guys like Giannis, Jokic, on DK especially. Uh, And maybe if you wanted to pay up for guards like Harden and Beal, that that definitely gave the flexibility to do that. And now, obviously, he performed exceptionally well in the time given. I was very high on Derrick Rose. But I didn't expect quickly to um, outscore Luka Doncic if you were to tell me to do this slate again. I don't think that'll ever happen if you were to do this slate 100 times again. Nope. I hope Jokic goes for 100 tonight. That's all I'm going to say because <laughs> that can that could save my night a little bit. Uh, I do have like maybe 5% quickly on both sides. So if I end up baking something and you hear me whining about this, I apologize. I'm just like 6x under the field and it hurts a lot. Uh, he's, he's a phenomenal basketball player. So 4,100 on DK, I understood it. I just couldn't do it at that ownership that we were projecting him for. But uh, we move on to Friday. This is probably going to be the most painful uh, NBA DFS slate for me of the year. uh, If it all holds the way that it looks right now, go Bobby Portis. That's all I got for you. Uh, Let's get to it. Before we get started, get to that bottom bar, hit the like button. Definitely hit the subscribe button. That goes a huge, that goes a long way for us. Uh, More than just about anything else you can do other than joining Osmo.com, of course. Uh, But hit that subscribe button and hit that notification bell so you know when this and all the other content at Osmo goes live. You ready to get rolling, my dude? Let's do it. Let's do it. Uh, So yeah, so we've got another nice nine gamer on tap for tomorrow. I mean, this is going to be uh, our third nine gamer. Have we had four? What was Monday slate? Was that nine as well? 
doesn't yeah, matter. Yeah, we've had multiple nine gamers this week for sure. It's been it's probably been the best uh week of slates I can recall. And we haven't had like one of those massive 12 14 gamers that can randomly show up too in the middle of a week and really put a a stop to it. But LeBron James 10,700 Lakers are just not playing very good. Uh I definitely hammered home the Utah ticket. Uh I I loved Utah against the Lakers. I, w- I was shorting the Lakers completely just about every way that I could the other night. And and they did not disappoint. In a, I mean, they disappointed, but that was good for me. Uh, LeBron James, 28 minutes last time out, 43 against Washington. But God, he's got to do everything for this team. And now he's actually in a doable matchup. He's up against Portland at home. I expect some crazy, crazy fireworks uh, out of that game for the most part. LeBron James is probable. He's got the Q tag next to him, as he always does. But definitely a big fan of getting as much exposure to him as possible. Damian Lillard, 10,100. Same games, same situation. This is not uh, the Lo- uh, the Los Angeles Lakers team with uh, with Anthony Davis on defense. Uh, they've been much worse defensively. I've, I've enjoyed targeting them in some spots. And so uh, Damian Lillard, 10-1, fire him up. Trey Young, not even up to 10K yet. All he does is produce. Uh, if it wasn't for the blowout against Boston, he would have smashed that tag. So I'll definitely have interest against a worse Oklahoma City team. And then Steph Curry, going uh, going up against Charlotte, his hometown uh, his hometown team coming to Golden State, though, so I guess that doesn't really matter. No narrative there. 9,700. Talk to me about the top end of point guard. Yeah, obviously LeBron James leads the way over there. I think it definitely has to be a first uh, kind of like a first look. Definitely stands out. I think you want to probably project him as one of the highest scoring players in the slate, if not the highest, especially against this Portland matchup. I like LeBron 10-7. I think maybe people shy away from his performances of late. I mean, performance last time. I think we can definitely consider LeBron James, uh, no questions asked. I like a little game stack. If we find enough value to play both of these guys, uh, LeBron and Lillard, I think that's definitely a uh, great option uh, over there in DK. And that game say I'm not really entailed to game stack heavily, but uh, definitely those two guys definitely stand out. Lillard, Young, Curry. Uh, there's some nice savings to go to uh, go to Steph Curry uh, all the way down at $9,700. Uh, he's going to be uh, taking on LaMelo Ball on the other side. LaMelo Ball has been very impressive. It was very impressive against this uh, tough uh, Charlotte, t- uh, sorry, tough Phoenix team last time out. Still managed a way to put north of 40 fantasy points. Uh, oh, took only 11 shot attempts. I expect uh, more shot volume from LaMelo. But he just finds a way to p- uh, pick up so many other stats, fills up the box score in so many different ways. What's what makes him such a great rookie? Other options, uh, obviously on FanDuel, we got 10-3 for Lillard, 10K for Curry, 9-6 for Trey Young. Uh, I like Trey Young versus uh, Oklahoma City. I think he's, uh, I went to school at OU. I mean, maybe uh, yep. some fa- friends and family might be able to attend the game to watch and maybe he shows up for that reason. I like uh, Trey Young at the 9,600 price tag versus OKC. Other uh, mid-tier options, I think Brogdon versus Boston at 8K. I like that. It's like kind of a floor play. There's an upside within him for sure. Uh, I, I believe Memphis will be taking on Clippers on a uh, back-to-back again. John Morant uh, was v- disappointing yet again today, I think. But they did. I think they are beating the Clippers as we speak. And he's not Murdering the, the Clippers. Why. Murder is yeah, the word. They, yeah, so he's not the reason why, I think. He's only got 23 fantasy points from what I... I'm looking at it right now. So John Morant, uh, 7,200. That's a nice price tag. And I think De'Aaron Fox versus Detroit uh, signed me up. I think he, he can definitely feast in that matchup over there on FanDuel. I like that price tag quite a bit. 
Yeah, I'm liking all these spots for the most part in this mid-range. I mean, I think point guard generally tends to be a very strong position. This is no exception to it. Halliburton is playing gigantic minutes. Looked great again tonight against uh, the Knicks. I didn't see what those minutes ended up being, but had to be a lot. I felt like he was playing most of that every time I was turning it on because I was rotating through league pass, and it seemed like he was on the court the entire game, even though I know he doesn't start. But uh, Halliburton just looks good right now, man. I, I really like getting to him. 6,600 over on D. I expect him to be kind of contrarian. Maybe, maybe not. Uh, I don't know what that final box score ended up being. And uh, on back-to-backs, we always see people kind of chasing what just happened. So I, I definitely still have some some interest there. We got to look at this Houston situation again now, too. Um, I mean, there's there's really nobody that's in play there outside of John Wall. 8,200 uh, seems like a big number, but Toronto has had some faster paced games of late. He's been very, very bad the last two. I feel like he could be like a 1-2% kind of guy to take some shots on. Uh, I was very surprised. M. Scherer was very high on him, even if Gordon and Oladipo were going to be back last game. So he, it's kind of a situation like with Kyle Lowry where the price tag still wasn't elevated. Uh, obviously, he's more expensive than what... Um, than what uh, than what I was investing for Kyle Lowry in that spot the other night, but uh, I could definitely go to John Wall as like a low, low, low owned tournament pivot. Uh, you kind of have those all over in this range, so it's it's not going to be anything special. The one guy we got to bring up because all he does is put up fantasy points and uh, nobody plays him. Um, actually, no, everybody plays him on planet Earth. Sabin Lee, Dennis Smith Jr., now playing the Sacramento matchup. Uh, they they get this unbelievable matchup. And not only that, but it's an unbelievable matchup on a back-to-back. Sabin Lee is still only 4,300 over on DraftKings, so I expect him to be super popular. We saw Dennis Smith Jr. He's at 4,600. He got up to 26 minutes and put up 31.75. Do you have a lean on one of the two? Because I do expect them to be popular. It was nice to see um, Dennis Smith Jr. play north of 20 minutes. Obviously, no Jeremy Grant, maybe some extra minutes sprinkled into onto him. Uh, I think we can take, take shots with both of them. Honestly, I think there are pathways for both of them getting there. Um, if their ownership's going to come in low, I think uh, definitely a way to get unique with the roster construction. And the matchup is definitely in their favor. We just saw what the Knicks backcourt did to this uh, Kings team. Uh, not saying uh, Saban Lee and uh, Dennis Smith Jr. are Derek Rose and Emmanuel quickly, but there's definitely a, a path for a huge upside within those two guys, especially at their salary. Sorry, my allergies are just so bad lately. The last two weeks, I just keep rubbing my nose. I mean, it's just been bad. So I apologize if I end up uh, out of it. Uh, definitely not doing cocaine. Let it be known. Uh, going to the top end of shooting guard, uh, we got Zach Levine, 9,600 up against Phoenix. Tougher matchup. Uh, you know, this isn't the Phoenix team that we were looking to target uh, of maybe two years ago. Even last year, they had a lot of fast-paced games we were looking at. Zach Levine, definitely a spot uh, where the volume can still get there, but an elevated price tag over on DraftKings. Uh, probably going to be a pass. Uh, Shea Gilgis-Alexander up to 8,800 now gets this Atlanta matchup. Coming off his probably best game of the season, and I don't think it's remotely close. I believe 42 real-life points. My computer would go 61 fantasy points. Is that good? That seems like something you might want to identify in your lineup. So at 8,800, I'll still have some interest there, even though that's a big, big number to be paying for him. Jalen Brown and the disappointing Boston Celtics. They can't get right. I'm expecting these Celtics... Uh, to play some big minutes against Indiana. Uh, I, I don't know. Between Tatum and Brown, uh, they've just looked awful of late. Of course, the one major concern you have to have is that Kemba Walker will be back. That might just be too much to be paying for Jalen Brown or Tatum in 
this spot, but I do I do kind of see them in a close game, just letting these guys have free reign and trying to let them go out and win a couple games before the break. And I'll, I'll group in Paul George. They're going to be on a back-to-back. We'll see if uh, Paul George and Kawhi end up playing. You might end up getting some Clippers value. We'll see. I, I bet they rest a couple guys between Beverly, between George and Leonard. They've all been on the shelf as of lately. So I do expect we might get some value there. Uh, playing Memphis back-to-back nights, getting murdered tonight. Talk to me about the top end of shooting guard. Yeah, obviously, uh, looking on the FanDuel side of things, you got Levine, 9-8, SGA, 8K. It's a nice savings off of SGA, um, $1,800 savings. Shout out to Zach Levine, who put up more real life, uh, more uh, real life points than he did fancy points. So and he that's put so 35. hard to do. That's it's, so it's hard. hard to, I think it's so hard to do when you put up thirty five fancy points. It's that's like crazy. Uh, but taking on this Phoenix matchup, not too excited to play him. He hasn't played Phoenix well. Uh, I want to say he's never had more than forty fancy points in his career versus Phoenix. And it's like obviously a new Phoenix team, a new Phoenix scheme that they're running with Monty Williams, but. I'm not looking forward to playing Zach Levine at $9,800. I do like uh, taking chances with SGA. $1,800 savings, pretty solid. Uh, keep it, let's see what happens in this um, Clippers situation. If Kawhi is out, PG, let's go, lock and load. I think uh, PG-13 is definitely uh, a great play if Kawhi doesn't play. And he's going to be pretty low-owned if uh, Kawhi is ruled in. So there's definitely a merit for that. And in the mid-tier... Shout out to Buddy Hill who sucks at basketball, but that price tag fifty eight hundred dollars. Uh, you finally admit it. This is great. This is one one nothing Eric. Actually, that's not true. It's like eighty four to one Rin Pack, but still continue. But I think uh, Buddy Hield uh, can definitely be in play and uh, light up this Detroit defense. So I will be taking some shots on Buddy Hield, and I don't think it'll take much to get over the field with him over there on uh, DraftKings. Lots and lots of options. Uh, obviously, everyone seems to be priced correctly. Uh, I think everyone, like there's not like a pricing mistake really to me. Uh, maybe the first guy who st- sticks out to me in terms of prices, as crazy as it sounds, it might be Andrew Wiggins at 6,200. I just went down all the whole list. Maybe Devin Booker versus Chicago is the other guy, 8K. I think that's the that's the other guy who sticks out to me. But everyone else seems pretty priced appropriately, at least in the... Uh, upper tier uh, going down uh if you want to spend down a little bit it's tough uh no one really stands out to me uh in terms of their prices keep in mind with what happens in the clip uh lakers starting lineup if they rule caruso as a starter or talon horton tucker a starter i will have interest in one of those guys i i don't even know where to go with this so Andrew Wiggins and Buddy Heald. First of all, I thought we turned a corner just a second ago with Buddy Heald, and you went right back to the well. Uh, I'm turning you in to the addiction specialist. I I don't really know what to say. And then Andrew Wiggins in the mid-tier, uh, no to both of those. I'd rather play Josh Jackson on FanDuel for 5700 I would rather take some shots on Jordan Clarkson, who only played 23 minutes. They murdered the Lakers. I know that they're back to healthy, but there's at least a ceiling there, 5600 I would rather play Gary Trent, 5500 uh, You know who hasn't been necessarily playing great of late, but now gets the Lakers in a game that I expect to be moving a little bit uh, more than, than probably what the total will display. Oh my lord, Kevin Huerter I'd rather play, 5,300, uh, 27 minutes against Boston, but again, that was a blowout. Eric Gordon, 5,300, we'll see. I, I think that that's just too low of a tag for a guy who's scoring dependent. I think there's a ceiling there still. Dylan Brooks So you ended think up all playing. those guys outscored Buddy Heald and Andrew Williams? All of them. 
I okay. So let's let's get let's let's get some skin on it for the weekend. I'm excited for this. Okay. All right, all right. So ten bucks because um, I'm a, I'm a peasant. So uh, ten dollars for you get Buddy Healed and Andrew Wiggins. Okay, I get three guys below below them. I will take three, and I all three or whoever gets the most fantasy points wins. I get three guys way down here. Uh, yeah, go ahead and pick anybody you want that is going to be active above Cam Reddish on FanDuel. Give me three of them. Above Cam Reddish's salary. So yes. Cam Reddish, Cam Reddish is 4,500. 40. He's quite a game-time decision. So not not Cam Reddish. But give me anybody above him and then below jo- uh, below um, Buddy Heald. You're not going to give me Josh Jackson. I know that. So that's unfortunate. I'll give you Jeremy Lamb. Okay. Gee, thank you so much for taking literally the stone cold worst guy there. But here, go ahead. I'll I'll take him and Ingles. You're going to give me Ingles and Allen. You're just going to give me the three four K guys, aren't you? I'll give you Lou Dort. No, I said above. He's below, dude. Okay. Oh, he's below. Yeah. Uh, I'll give you. Uh, you want Jordan Clarkson? I do want Jordan Clarkson. Thank you. Thank you. He's going to win the day for. He's going to beat. Okay, I'll just take Jordan Clarkson and then. Uh, I'll take Jordan Clarkson, Jeremy Lamb, and then give me Ingles, 4,800. 4,800 for Joe? Yeah, or, okay. Yeah, or Grayson Allen, because there's a chance at least that, uh, what's his face, that uh, Dylan Brooks could sit out the second half of this back-to-back after he got ruled in last second today. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll give you Allen. Okay, That's fine. So, so I've got Allen, Lamb, Allen, Lamb, and uh, Clarkson, and you've got uh, Wiggins and uh, Buddy Heald. And I, it's just whoever scores the most points, one player to rule them all. I, I have the highest ceiling. Thank you so much for your $10, sir. This is going to be a fun sweat tomorrow. I Screw my uh, however many hundreds of dollars of DFS action. I need to win this $10 so badly. Uh, Viewers, th- please uh, comment who you think is going to win this uh, head-to-head matchup. Yeah, I repeat. Um, Wiggins look- and Heald versus... Uh, hang on, I just freaking clicked out of it. Come on. So, uh, Heald... And Wiggins, we obviously know those. And then Clarkson, uh, Allen, and Lamb. Those are the three, right? All right, here we go. Uh, before, after this little choreographed dealio, uh, this was not choreographed whatsoever. You can't make that up. Uh, small forward, uh, go over to Osmo.com slash join NBA. Take a look at all of the lovely packages that we have over there. Uh, we had DeColts sitting out there, uh, giving, giving the people the goods today over on the, on the strategy show. Projections have been spot on. Boom bus tool I talk about pretty much every single day on the tip-off show. Almost ad nauseum. So definitely check that out as well because uh, best tools in the industry, why wouldn't you use them? Uh, I was able to get leverage on certain guys, not one Emmanuel Quickly, who I believed was over-owned, but such is life. Uh, I love the Boom Bust tool. I pretty much use that every single day, whether I'm building one lineup to to enter in some of the bigger contests or whether I'm doing 20 max, 150 max. It is the best tool out there available to a DFS player. So hop over to awesome.com slash join NBA, check it out and stop guessing and start winning. Uh, we'll start over on FanDuel. We've we've been uh, DraftKings heavy so far. So LeBron James, 10,500. Kawhi Leonard, 9,700. If we get a Paul George rest, which I, I'm 
kind of thinking is better than 50-50. 9,700 Kawhi, uh, after having played limited minutes uh, today, I guess he he got up to, what, 30, maybe? Uh, I didn't see what it finished up at, but I know for a fact that I'll have a lot of interest in him there. Jimmy Butler, 9,200, tough Utah matchup. Every time anybody plays Utah, it's going to be a tough matchup, but he just got done winning another slate. Uh, He's had multiple 60-plus since coming back from COVID. I believe two, yeah, two games of that, a couple over 50, Coming off a streak of four where he was going underneath 48 on FanDuel, but 61.6 is a nice number there. Pascal Siakam, 8,800 up against this bad, bad Houston team that has given up points in the paint. Pretty easy to score at the rim right now when you have nobody who's above 6'6", it seems like. And then Jalen Brown, 8,400. No thank you. Talk to me about small forward. Yeah, on FanDuel, uh, you're going to like LeBron James, 10-5. Hopefully there's enough value to find him and play him comfortably. Uh, if Kawhi plays, I think going back to Kawhi after a disappointing game, I'm for it. I, I think the ownership will be go, and it'll be unique to fade LeBron. I think uh, LeBron will be very popular tomorrow, regardless if there's any value or not. I think a lot of uh, projection systems and models are going to like him quite a bit versus this Portland matchup. Other options to consider, I like Gordon Hayward, $7,100 versus Golden State quite a bit. And uh, I think... I think another option to consider uh, in terms of a value, I've, Harrison Barnes just put up north of 40 fantasy points today. I don't think that'll happen again, but he definitely showed he, what, what's in his bag, and it's a Detroit matchup that not, I'm not scared of whatsoever. Jalen Brown, I think he can definitely bounce back. Uh, I think that's someone we can target. Sadiq Bay, $5,100. He's playing north of 30 minutes. Uh, the guy's been an impressive three-point shooter. It's been early in his career. We'll see. What else uh, he develops in his game? I, I haven't really got to watch much of Piston basketball. It's not a team that I go out of my way to watch. But there's some now the young guys are getting some run. Maybe it'll be interesting to see what he can do versus this tasty um, Kings matchup. Outside of that, I think Kelly Oubre is overpriced, 7500 I like saving the 400 to Gordon Hayward. Jimmy Butler has been so consistent um, since he's come back from the in, in, uh, injury. He's playing with the chip on his shoulder. He needs this Miami team to get back in the playoff kind of things. They're playing better basketball since everyone's come back from the health and safety protocols. But Jimmy Butler, 9,200. I think he'll be very, very low owned just because of the options of LeBron James, Jalen Brown, even Pascal Siakam. Uh, I think in terms of ownership, he will be one of the lowest owned guys at the small forward position with upside pretty high. Uh, So over there on uh, DK. Uh, I think uh, leading off the small forward spot, obviously LeBron's got the, um, the 10-7 will be definitely popular. Tatum, 9,300 after he disappointed a huge amount of people the other, other time. So a lot of people are disappointed to Tatum. I think we can go right back to him. Why Leonard is coming $9,100. I like that price tag for Kawhi if he goes. Maybe PG's the one out and Kawhi's the one who gets the run. I think we can definitely uh, go with Kawhi. Jeremy Grant, uh, 7,300 versus Sacramento. Uh, sign me up. Uh, obviously, didn't play last time. Came off a, he had, he took a rest. So, I really like going to Jeremy Grant versus Sacramento. I think he could put up, uh, he is ceiling. It could be north of 50 fantasy points versus his Kings matchup. I think Gordon Hayward, $6,700. I like that versus Golden State uh, quite a bit. Other um, guys to consider in the mid tier. Uh, let's see who stands out. In the, You've uh, got Dalton quite a Nani, few. I mean, interested it, versus his f- former team, 5K, coming off a 10-up 12 three-point game. How do you feel about Danilo Gallinari? 
Yeah, I well, you're going to see him higher owned than the 1% I got him at uh, coming off of his dud. I had about 25%. I should have won everything, and I, I had some other mistakes that I made, such as life at NBA DFS. Uh, God, manual clickly today. I'm going to get over it eventually during this show. But uh, yeah, there's, there's that nice mid-tier. I really do like a lot of those guys sitting... Uh, not Buddy Heald, but on DraftKings, 6,700 Hayward, I expect to be popular. Jeremy Grant might be my favorite play over there. Uh, 7,300. I love this Kings matchup. Harrison Barnes, that was kind of blasphemous. The guys had some big ceiling games. I don't think he gets necessarily the recognition he deserves for actually having a ceiling. Part of it is that the minutes, you know, right out of the gate, you saw 36 against Brooklyn. So I was happy to invest today against New York again. Uh, obviously, first game back didn't look fantastic. And and I was happy to go back to him there against New York because I do know that those minutes will continue to just kind of be there. I I would say that there's also a chance that they might rest him considering he just got back from injury. So uh, look for some Daquan Jeffries season if if such things were to occur. Anybody else you want to bring up or you want to keep going? Let's keep going. Yeah, let's do it. So we got power forward sitting up here on the top end. Demata Sabonis, 9,900. He was absolutely smashing in the first half against Golden State. He absolutely did not smash in the second half. Went down to 50.2. We'll kind of see what that ownership comes in at. I, I love his ceiling. I love his ability. Uh, going up against Boston, I have no issues getting to a little bit there. But that is a big price tag to pay for him over there. Uh, I know his tag is 10-4 on DraftKings. God, that is just absurd. So that that's probably a no. Jason Tatum, 9,400 up against Indiana. Coming on a coming off of maybe I don't know the lowest floor we've seen from a stud above nine k in a long time twenty point seven thirteen points was like two for ten from three uh, just an overall garbage garbage performance by the Celtics in general hopefully they can start to right the ship because I think basketball is a lot more fun with the Celtics being relevant but God that was terrible Bam Adebayo right now he's uh, questionable going into Friday so it could be Cali Olenek season you could see a little precious Achua a lot of options still for um, Miami there could get some nice value here at power forward if uh, if he ends up sitting talk to me about power forward yeah, I think talking about this Boston Celtics team, they sorely, sorely miss uh, Marcus Smart. He's the glue to this team. And uh, obviously, that guy is uh, really, uh, they miss his absence quite a bit. Sabonis, uh, let's talk about Sabonis. Uh, being left off the All-Star team, I was shocked. He was putting up amazing numbers. I thought he deserved a spot on the All-Star team. But obviously, the All-Star team always doesn't have enough spots. We can talk about that for days. But Jason Tatum? $9,400, Bam out of bio, $8,900. I think I'll be excited to go back to Tatum after he disappointed people. And recency bias is a real thing in DFS. I believe Al Horford is out tomorrow. I think we can go to Isaiah Roby, Darius Baisley, uh, both uh, power forward our options on FanDuel. I think we can definitely consider both of them for sure. If uh, I believe Hassan Whiteside is still not playing uh, due to health and safety protocols issues, uh, I think that could open up uh, potential extra minutes for Marvin Bagley. I think he was on his way to 30 minutes potentially if this game did not blow, blow out. out. Yep. Yeah, so I think we can take some shots with him. But Jeremy Grant, $7,600. Uh, I like that price tag versus Sacramento on the other side of things. Definitely uh, we can uh, take our chances with him. And that kind of rounds up the power forward spot. There are a lot of good mid-tier options and spend-up options as well. I think Tatum and Sabonis lead the way over there. Over there in DK on DraftKings, uh, in the power forward spot, we got Sabonis, Tatum, Siakam, Grant. I like Grant, obviously. 
Uh, I think that price tag is tough to ignore. Gordon Hayward has power forward eligibility, like I mentioned earlier. Definitely a solid option. Keep in mind with the Memphis uh, back-to-back, maybe someone rests in the front court, could open up minutes for maybe a Clark or Tillman or uh, maybe Justice Winslow gets some extra one at the four. Who knows? Uh, I'd be shocked if he plays on the back-to-back just because he's been away from basketball for so long. And you've got Sadiq Bay questionable. Last guy to throw out there, Isaiah Stewart. He's power forward eligible, 4,600 on FanDuel. Uh, like less than zero interest if Sadiq Bay plays. But if you were to sit out, uh, that's definitely a guy that you can go to uh, at the power forward position on FanDuel. Uh, let's round this thing out here. Top end to center. We'll go back to DraftKings. Demonis Sabonis, 10-4 up there. You got Anthony Davis out. You got Bam out of bio questionable. You got Wood out. It gets it's a big jump. You go from Sabota's ten four to Siakam seventy nine hundred is the next listed center. Uh, he's power forward and center eligible over there seventy nine hundred. Capella seventy eight hundred. We're seeing him in Collins. I mean, those minutes just got limited. Obviously, it was a blowout. He still got to twenty seven point two five nine points nine rebounds. Uh, truly been a double double machine though most of the year. Rudy Gobert now down to seventy two hundred. Uh, again, I repeat, I keep saying it over and over again. Rudy Gobert is great, but also Derek Favors is like the best backup center, I believe, in the NBA. And those minutes, there's just no minutes upside that exists there. And Favors has been playing really, really well, putting up good fantasy box scores in 16, 18 minutes, basically. And, uh, you know, you just want to see Gobert get to 35 minutes. If you could do that, I would just slam in 7,200 against Miami with no bam, but still might have a little bit of interest there. We'll take a look later. And then Draymond Green, 6,900, kind of a different Draymond Green of late. Uh, Triple-double upside pretty much every time he touches the court right now. 6,900, under 7K against Charlotte. Sign me up. Actually, I can't believe I'm saying that. Uh, much better than your Buddy Heald take, Draymond Green take. Go ahead and give me one. Uh, I, I like Draymond Green. I've been all over the field the last two games out. He's coming sub 10%, and he's uh, done well. Uh, north of 45 fantasy points at that salary will do it again for you. So I like my taking my chances with Draymond Green. Over there in center, uh, obviously, Capella, Gobert, Aiton. Aiton versus Chicago, I'll I'll – I'll take my chances. I think he played uh, Chicago earlier. Uh, not earlier this year, but uh, he has done well against Wendell Carter, I think, when he's given the chance. He's been disappointing the last two games out. There was a stretch when Booker was gone. He played well. And I think I like t- targeting DeAndre Ayton quite a bit. I think Mason Plumley versus Sacramento. I think we can take our chances there. Plumley finds a way to be a pretty effective dis- uh, facilitator on offense. He picked up seven assists last game. Triple double watch for Plumley uh, could be happening against Sacramento quite a, uh, uh, throughout the night tomorrow. So I think that's definitely in place. It's interesting. There's not a true stud on Fanduel. Uh, no one is uh, priced above 10k, so you can mix and match with some of your options. The Enos Canner 6300. Uh, keep on knowing Anthony Davis. I think we can uh, ride Enos Canner versus this Lakers team, and especially if he's going to play north of 35 minutes. I, I like that price tag quite a bit for Cantor. Over there in uh, DraftKings, let's see the center prices. Who sticks out? Uh, DeAndre Ayton, 6,800. Canner, 68. Uh, I like that. Plumlee, 65. is pretty solid. And we know what Miles Turner can do with blocks at 6K. And Montrezl Harrell. I like Montrezl Harrell. Uh, if he's, I believe he'll find a way to get north of 25 minutes versus this Portland matchup. And there is a real upside for uh, Montrezl Harrell tomorrow if he uh, if he goes. So. I will definitely uh, be trying to get over the field on Montrezl at 5,800 on FanDuel as well. Yeah, Kelly Olenek, I think, would be the guy kind of at 4,400 should Bam sit. 
Uh, we don't know how any of that is going to play out. I know that it's a terrible matchup up against Gobert, but he kind of does the one thing Gobert doesn't do, which is shoot threes, or excuse me, the, the thing that Gobert doesn't defend as well, a perimeter shooter. Uh, so I wouldn't mind going to Kelly Olynyk and taking some shots there at 4,400. Making our way, the, the one thing I do want to say about Aiton I would want, I would have a lot of interest. I, I think I'm going to have a little eight no matter what, but I would have a lot more interest should Dario Saric end up sitting. He's been playing the backup five. He's questionable entering tomorrow. Uh, if he sits, DeAndre, they've, they've shown that they're not going to play Jalen Smith this year. Like, I think he played, um, was it 16 minutes on like opening night or something ridiculous? It was something like that. And since then, um, I don't, I don't think he's played like a minute. I can't recall him being on the floor in any Phoenix game that I've watched in like meaningful minutes. I'm sure he's played garbage time, but uh, Dario Saric does play the back of five there. Uh, Frank Kaminsky only plays about those 12 minutes. So DeAndre Ayton could play 35 to 40 minutes if Dario Saric sits. Thought I'd just point that out because I think that's a big underrated piece of news uh, on this slate. When you have to win the center position on FanDuel, I just thought I would point that specific thing out. 7K Miles Plumley or Mason Plumley, excuse me, Miles, his uh, brother who is awful uh, at basketball. Mason Plumley, 7K up against Sacramento. We've seen some of these bigs just annihilate Sacramento down low. There's no white side out there to go do anything. Uh, I believe he's going to be questionable coming into tomorrow, but still, he's not going to play much, I'm sure. Uh, Bagley, game time decision. Um, or sorry, not game time decision, but like just going to be ineffective against Mason Plumley, should I say. So sign me up for a little bit of that too. I don't really have anything else there for center. It's kind of a uh, pretty, pretty gross compared to what it's been on a slate like today, for sure. Uh, do you have anything to finish out for the pe- the weekend? Uh, we have the weekend here. Uh, make sure you're still checking out the content and everything. Sorry, I'm just hyper and slash upset at Emmanuel quickly. Uh, why don't you close this out? I'll, I'll settle down. I'll take a timeout. No, thanks so much for tuning in. Hopefully you guys had a great DFS week and hopefully you guys finish strong heading into tomorrow. So thanks so much for tuning in. Go Buddy Healed, go Andrew Wiggins, and hopefully I get 10 bucks from Eric. I mean, there's got to be nothing better than that you could aspire for than $10 from me. Screw winning everything on Super Draft FanDuel and DraftKings. All you want is my 10 bucks. Guys, have a great week and we'll see you back here on Monday. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Temple University is ranked among the top 50 public universities in the U.S. Through hands-on learning opportunities and world-class faculty, Temple students are prepared to soar in their careers. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu visit.